Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Fireside Giants. I'm your host, Anthony Rivardo, joined by my drunken co-host, Alex Wilson, having a great time on vacation. Today, we're going to be talking about the 2023 NFL Draft once again and taking a look at the center position. We know that's a position of need for the Giants. John Feliciano had his good moments during the 2022 regular season, absolutely, but he is an aging veteran, and he's going to be an unrestricted free agent this offseason. So is it a guarantee that he comes back? No, absolutely not. What will the Giants do? Do at the center position. Well, we're here to discuss a possibility to answer that question, and it will come in the way of John Michael Schmitz in the second round of this year's draft. So we're going to go ahead and discuss what he could bring to the table for the Giants. But before we do, make sure to leave a like if you enjoy, subscribe to the channel if you're new, and ring the bell so you don't miss an episode. But without further ado, Alex, how are you doing today, my friend? I am doing fantastic. Was I a little intoxicated yesterday? Yes, we're not. Today I'm full of aqua, I'm full of water. I got a big guy right here. Um, so I'm feeling very hydrated, ready to go. Talk about a big center who, when he came out of the womb, and I'll give Anthony the credit for this joke because he, we, we kind of were piggybacking on this joke before the episode started. Um, but <laughs> when this guy came out the womb, they were like, is it a boy? Is it a girl? And they're like, no, no, no. This is a center. This is a freaking future center in the NFL. This guy is an absolute tank of a human being. Um, if you watch the clips on Twitter of him... It, people just bounce like they touch him and they just go it's almost like he's like an the opposite end of a magnet like you touch him and you just go flying in the other direction uh he is one physical specimen to say the very least this is a big boy he's also a little bit older at 24 years old he's going to be a 24 year old rookie so definitely has a little bit more age to him but he is ready for the nfl guys this is a, a player coming from minnesota he's a senior from the big 10 um, and he projects to be a starting center at the NFL. Now, the Giants, as we talked about yesterday, have really lacked in attributing capital assets toward several positions over the past couple of years, notably linebacker. Um, you could even say, I, I mean, they've, they've invested in the receiver position, uh, maybe some back-end cornerback spots, you know, that, you know Bradbury, Dory Jackson. Like, nonetheless, guard maybe. There are positions that the Giants have not necessarily given their all toward, linebacker being one of them, and center is the other one. So, you know, when you look at this position, we've been kind of going through this, this Russian roulette of who can step up and play center for us. Nick Gates seemingly was a long-term solution until the leg injury, but he was always like kind of iffy about it. We weren't sure if he was a long-term solution. Um, then you have, of course, have Billy Price, who didn't last more than a year with us. And then you went John Feliciano, who was okay at times. He was inconsistent. If the Giants want to lock down the center position, we've seen what great centers can do for a team. Look at Jason Kelsey. Now, having a Jason Kelsey is a rarity. Not every team has a player like that. Most 99% of teams don't have Jason Kelsey's. But if you can find a legitimate, strong center that can be a solution for a very long time, it can add a ton of value to um, a team. And I, I think that this guy, John Michael Schmidt, is really quality. He's like the, the epitome of quality at that position. He was born to be a center, as we said before. At the end of the day, we're going to talk about what he can offer this team, why the Giants might be willing to invest um, some draft capital in this position on a player that could really upgrade it for the long term. Um, and I think that's certainly worthwhile to ask. But, you know, Anthony, tell me a little bit about John Michael Schmitz and, and really what he'd bring to the NFL, what he'd bring to this New York Giants team, and why the Giants might be intrigued by his style of play. 
Yeah, listen, I mean, this is kind of one of those situations where value meets need, right? Like the Giants have a huge need at the center position. And John Michael Schmitz, while he's not going to be a first round pick, most likely, uh, you, you you look at all the mock drafts, you look at the projections for him. He's a second round pick, a day two guy. But for the Giants in need of a center, I mean, this is who you want to target because he's a bona fide starter. Now, one of the knocks on him is that he is a 24 year old rookie. He's going to be 24 in his first season uh, of his NFL career, making him older than Evan Neal. Who, who will be entering his second season at 22 years old. So fifth year senior senior out of Minnesota, John Michael Schmitz. But again, six foot four, 320 pounds. You said it, Alex. He is built to play that center position. And when you watch him play and you read every review that every analyst has, this guy is kind of a sure thing. Like there's no doubt he's going to be a quality NFL player at the center position. Center position is kind of one of those positions that it's hard to miss, right? Like when you when you see a guy like this in the in the draft process, it's pretty hard to say to get him and then he doesn't pan out. Like a guy like this is going to pan out. Over 2,500 career snaps in college allowed just one sack. Unbelievable. That's just the level of production that the New York Giants are missing from the interior of their offensive line that has given their quarterbacks nightmares for the last decade. And on top of that, he's not only a great pass protecting center, he's also a great run blocker. He was the highest graded run blocking offensive lineman from any position in 2022, according to the PFF, with a 92.4 run blocking grade. So this guy can do it all. And when you read what everybody has to say about him, the draft network says he fits in every single scheme and he's an instant impact starter. Jordan Reed said he will make an impact immediately and Daniel Jeremiah pretty much said the exact same thing and also called him the most consistent player at the senior bowl just last week and said that on top of him being just a dominant player on the field he was really great off the field this is a quote from Daniel Jeremiah saying he's interviewed really well during his meetings with teams this week I've been told his character is off the charts I don't see him being available beyond day two of the draft end quote so basically what you have from Daniel Jeremiah there is this is not just a player who's going to dominate on the field but he's also turning heads amongst scouts amongst front office personnel and they're saying this this is an impressive kid and they like what he can bring to a locker room as well and the Giants they need another leader on their offense they need that offensive lineman to step in there into the interior and really hold down the fort be that anchor in the middle of the line and I think that could be John Michael Schmitz now here's the thing Alex the Giants picking late in the first round will also be picking late in the second round Will John Michael Schmitz fall all the way to 50-something? I think the Giants are picking 51st uh, overall with the second-round pick. I'm not sure if he makes it that far. This is a top 50 player, absolutely. But here's the question for you. Is this a player worth trading up for if you're the New York Giants? I mean, you're you're talking about getting a guy who is an instant day-one starter at the center position, an upgrade over everything that you've had at that position for the last several years, and he's a rookie. You have him on a four-year contract in the second round. You can build around him and grow your offense of line around this anchor in the middle so is this the guy that you think can be the giant starter would you be willing to trade up for him to the early part of the second round you know it's a good question um i guess it depends how far we'd have to trade up to acquire a player like this but you know plugging a position with a really great option there is there's nothing wrong with that you know there's nothing to be shamed of and trading up and getting a guy that you know is going to be an immediate impact starter at any position um and this is a player like you said as a second round grade because centers traditionally don't go in the first round you you, you really aren't going to find centers that have first round grades um so you know second round makes the most sense he's the top player at the position and you know I'll, just for giggles i'll read you guys the top reasons to buy in and top reasons for concern that the draft network has so the top reasons to buy in they have sturdy build offers a strong anchor and protection 
direction, fluid and athletic enough to flow laterally with the point of attack. Very a very effective hand implementation to win first contact. Well-tenured player who processes information in the middle well. The reasons for concern, not sure he's an overly dynamic player with plus explosiveness or flexibility. Angles in space can be tested by more rangy defenders. I think that's kind of like a general consensus thing. Like I wouldn't say that's like individually based. I mean, like you could say that about any center. They're not supposed to be. This ridiculous athletic, athletic players. They're more so sturdy and like can hold up in an anchor situation. Pad level is something that will be a point of emphasis, which is correctable with good coaching. And then he'll be a 24-year-old rookie, which he has no control over. So the, the reasons for concern, you know, the only one that has any legitimacy, in my opinion, says he's not much of a uh, dynamic blocker. So they're not saying he's not like explosives or flexibility. It may not be his strong suit, but his anchor, which is kind of contradicting because the reasons to buy in is he has a strong anchor. So, you know, explosiveness, I feel like kind of goes with that. Uh, there's a couple of clips where he is, the, the second he makes contact with anybody, they just go flying. So I feel like that strength is certainly there. Um, you know, the hand implementation is one of the bigger variables for offensive linemen, and he has really good hand placement. Um, you know, I feel as though this guy with coaching, you know, he's, like they said, well-tenured. So he has a ton of experience, as you mentioned before, only gave up one sack during his uh, collegiate career. He's played some games against really big schools and played exceptionally well during them. So in my opinion, if the Giants want to lock down the center position for the next five, six years, or at least the, you know, the rest, uh, his rookie contract, which would be four years plus some, you know, he's going to be a very good player for you. Uh, maybe they go in the direction of just, you know, spending a cheap, uh, amount of money on a player like Feliciano or maybe Knicks, maybe they just have Feliciano and Knicks competing at center again, which I could see happening. Um, but if they want to really upgrade that spot and, and solidify it for years to come, you certainly could look in the direction of a John Michael Schmitz. Now the question is, is there more valuable positions you'd be willing to hit instead of center um, in the second round? I could make a really good argument that you could look at receiver, you could look at linebacker, you could look at as uh, maybe more edge rushing talent or interior defensive linemen. Um, you could look at OGs, you know, maybe we need a better guard situation instead of center um you know i think there's a strong debate and a lot of people will mention this in the comment section is that we need more we, there's much more pressing needs than center so i'll ask you this anthony if if there's a, a good linebacker prospects or a great receiver prospect that kind of falls into that second round area where john michael schmitz kind of lies are you going with a position that is more of a need or are you simply just going best player available and he certainly will be one of the best players in the second round that are still on the board well, see, I guess it'll depend what the Giants do in the first round, because if they do land a guy like a Jordan Addison or something, a wide receiver, well, then I'm not going wide receiver again in round two. But my question is really, when I'm looking at all of these guys that would be on the board in round two, you know, whether we're talking about some of the linebackers or cornerbacks, you know, because maybe you could say that linebacker and corner are definitely more pressing needs for the Giants, right? But are they are those prospects going to be sure things like John Michael Schmitz? Like this is a team that really needs to bring in surefire talent, in my opinion. You know, like we need to get some guys that we can build on. And I think John Michael Schmitz, you can build on him for years to come, as you just said, right? Like that that four year contract and then some because at 24 years old, six foot three, 320 pounds or six foot four, rather, like this is the prototypical center. There's no way that this guy doesn't succeed at the next level. Like every analyst, every draft expert knows like this is a sure thing in round two maybe he's not a jason kelsey an elite guy that's why he's not a first round prospect but most centers aren't you just said that as well this is a center who you know will be successful and when you look at some of those linebackers or cornerback prospects you're going to find more flaws in their game than you will in john michael schmidt's game because not to say he's flawless by any means but it's pretty tough to find some flaws and you're kind of nitpicking when you're looking at the center prospect out of minnesota he is as close to being perfect as he can be like technically sound he's got the athleticism 
He's got the, the intangible traits, a great leader off the field, did well in his interviews. Everything that you want out of a center, it's John Michael Schmitz. So he's going to be there in round two, and are the Giants going to go ahead and take a chance on a riskier prospect at cornerback or linebacker, some of those positions that are way more bust worthy? You know, they have a lot more busts in those second rounds, right? Or are you just going to take that safe you know, bona fide starting center, that safe pick in round two with John Michael Schmitz, me personally, I'm going to go ahead and take the safe pick. I think that the Giants have to get their offensive line right. We're talking about Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, extending these guys. You're not maximizing the value of those big time contracts that you're handing out to Jones and Barkley unless you get a good offensive line in front of them. And for me, when I see a sure thing like John Michael Schmitz sitting on the board in the second round, I'm going ahead and I'm grabbing him. I'm throwing him right into the center of this offensive line and I'm letting him get to work because that is what the Giants need. They need surefire, proven mm -hmm. talent. Again, fifth-year senior. Like, this is a proven talent at this point. You mentioned he's tenured. So I'm going with the center in this case over anybody else if he's on the board. But again, I don't know if he will be on the board. This might be a player that the Giants have to consider trading up for. Yeah, I, I think that's a reasonable debate um, and argument to make, essentially. This is a guy that, in my opinion, if you were going to go in this direction, he's an instant starter, you know, and you you draft him, and you don't have to worry about the center position for years. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's a luxury sometimes. When you go, and as you said, you, you draft a linebacker, you draft a cornerback or a receiver, you don't really know what they're going to do. There's a lot of flaws, you know, be, being that they're mid-round picks, whatever it might be, a second-round pick even, there can be developmental time that is required. For someone like John Michael Schmitz, you draft him with the idea that you are getting a legitimate center for the foreseeable future and you don't even have to think twice about that position again and he's cheap as a second round pick and you can allocate that money um towards left guard or whatever it might be so i think that's a good argument to make i think that's reasonable but you know guys i'd love to hear perspectives below in the youtube comments because at the end of the day you know sometimes you have to go in the direction of we know this guy's going to be good but we know he's going to be instant starter and we don't have to worry over we just need to plug this position with talent and hope that they develop into something good so it's definitely a good argument a good debate to have amongst yourselves in the comment section obviously we'll tune in as well and we'll give our thoughts below but always happy to hear your opinions and narratives uh down below so appreciate all the love make sure to like and subscribe below on the youtube section and of course on apple and spotify hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and we'll catch you guys on the next fireside giants episode